You gotta hear this one song. It'll change your life, I swear. Hello. Hello. I'm Kristen. And I'm Bella. And welcome to the FemSo Filmcast. Today we're going to be talking about the 2022 comedy horror film Bodies, 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 which is directed by Helena Rain. Yes! And guys, guess what? Today is a silly episode. Very silly. And you might be wondering, like, what what makes an episode (laughs) silly? And the truth is, we had a silly snack before this. We did have a silly snack. (laughs) (laughs) It was that silly. It was silly. A silly snack. We're on the we're on the big silly. Yes. (laughs) Like that's what I would. Bella and I we're on our big silly vibe. But and all that. Anyways, (laughs) enough about that. Just keep that in mind. And yeah, as you listen. Uh, But yeah, I hope you're seriously looking forward to all the things we have to say today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's just start start talking about. We're our line there. Yeah, I know. It's okay. Um, um, We're laughing. Yes. Um, so let's like let's just get it. I guess media of the week. Yeah. What the fuck have we been I feel like we just lately? saw each other. No, that is when true. Was the last time we did it. You haven't like, I have, listened to a single song. You haven't lived or laughed. I guess so. I kind of. I'm like a robot. I, like, <laughs> Doing I your tasks. I mean, on, Bella has an actual job. Done. I do. And I'm unemployed now. I I have two jobs. Oh, oh how shit, the turntables. Oh, how the turntables. Tables. Yeah, so I was been... gainfully employed <laughs> at a movie theater. And now I'm, I'm on my gains. Yeah. On the on the ups. Um I yeah, so I babysit and I work as an event assistant somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. No, like, well, I dox you in the park. Yeah. Let me don't come to my place of work. Yeah. Like, like why do you want to hear that from me? <laughs> but if you see Bella out and about in the wild, you can say hi. <laughs> Because, like, we're very intimate with our fans at this point. Yeah. Because, like, once we're really big, we won't be anymore. <laughs> and we're only going to, like, talk to you guys when you have, like, the fuck a fan challenge at a thousand people fo- following us. But, oh, you- <laughs> but but for now, you guys can still say hi. I'm just thinking that our, we're really intimate with our fans now because they are the people that we are intimate with who Whoa. are listening. Whoa, that's true. Because it's friends and fam, no? And maybe yeah. some hoes. Yeah, and ever since I put the... Femcell Filmcast at in my Hinge yeah. profile. You know, we the followers have been... They have been. Slowly. We've been getting some reviews. <laughs> I did. I was really mad this one interaction I had with this guy that I was like, that's it. I need to stop dating men. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not that, that serious. There could be so many. It's not that serious. <laughs> There's... But anyway, so he... I, he, like, said some shit about listening to the podcast. I was like, okay, cool. Let me know what you think. He listens to our female gaze theory episode. And he's like, um, I wish you guys, like... He was like, it was great, but I just, like, have a few suggestions. <gasps> like, some shit like that. And he was like, you, like, I was like, yeah, like, you guys should have said shit about, like, queer theory gays. And this is some just, like, he, they, white man. Oh, and I'm my like, goodness. What do you know about queerness? He, Literally. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh god. Um, so ugh. yeah, so then I, and one also I was mad because it was like you clearly didn't finish the episode because we do talk about <laughs> queer theory. <laughs> like we do. <laughs> and queer movies. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting defensive. No, that is totally true. We did art. talk about like the gays. Yeah. And the gays. So I don't really get it. 
It's yeah. even in the episode title. And he's like, no. He's like, there's not enough queer theory going on here. Yeah. Damn. But, yeah, I don't know. I could be defensive about it because it's our art. But <laughs> <laughs> like, I think yeah. you're also just being annoying. No, um, But, yeah. So those are our fan fan base, I guess, or demographic. Oh, you know what? <laughs> We're I've been trying to that. switch around that fan base. You know what? Life. This is, a, okay, this reminds me of another thought I've had. <laughs> Um, yes. yes, thank you. The neurons are firing. <laughs> the words keep flowing. Um, but yeah, I was. I've been saying to Kristen and like anyone who will listen to me about the fucking podcast, how I'm like, look at the demographics on our like Spotify account, <laughs> and we have like I think like fifty. We have majority female. Like yes. yeah, majority. Yeah, which I was like, per. It's like. I think it's like 60 something. So I'm like, okay, okay, that's pretty solid majority. It could be higher. Honestly, let me just search it up right now cuz I I sorry. No, I don't want to be giving like false information. We will get it higher though. That is a goal. That is a goal. Okay, this is what I'm saying. So my my goal and you can, you know, disagree with me on this, but I'm thinking Okay, so <laughs> female actually I I overestimated. Females mm. at 56%, so majority. 30% male, 14 non-binary so my Let's goal go. is to cr- make the male the minority i'm like get that non-binary number yeah up. i want 50 percent non-binary 50% yeah come on, on female that's a, like same. my vibe yeah yeah she they yeah period so like yes then there's less there's one percent less is non-specified which is kind of exciting yeah who are non-specified genders out there true that's awesome. Anyone else be feeling like that? <laughs> Literally. But yeah, so. No pronoun, like, parentheses, just like in ellipses. <laughs> just leave them guessing. That's some poetic <laughs> ass shit. Yeah, yeah. Some he, they, men would eat that. <laughs> no! I don't, I don't want that to be the chemical. Sorry. I'm abolishing he, they's. Okay. With a spell. So let's get to the media. <laughs> Um, my media. Are you... Should I move on to my media? Oh. Do you have any more? Yeah, I mean, I'm still listening to the Sarah Shahini podcast. Yeah, she's got lots of of episodes. Yeah, she has hella episodes. I've been listening to them pretty. And then I'm also listening to podcasts about List, which has been really funny because... The last episode they came out with, so I don't know, they're just like male comedians. Oh. And they're like, which is like silly, because I'm like, you're just male comedians. <laughs> and they're all, like all a bunch of these like nerdy white guys in New York, but I love them. Like they're really. They're the new One Direction. They're... <laughs> Literally. And my, <laughs> and my roommate Elsa also loves them. And she was telling me how she went and we were like talking about like finding out how we both love them. And she was like, yeah, I went to, like, one of their live shows that they did in L.A. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's sick. Like, I totally want to go. She was like, yeah, I was literally the only girl there. Ah. There was only, like, a bunch of very strange <laughs> men. Oh, my God. And it's giving like, come down. I like, know. Oh, that's so, scary. But, I mean, she had fun. Um, anyway, so I've been listening to them. And their most recent episode that I was just, like, have been losing my shit about is that they play... The game Second Life, which do you know about this? No, is it like a video game? Yeah, so I read about this in my, I took a mass communications class, or it's sociology of mass communication class. It's it's a lot, but one of the things we <laughs> talked about is like the idea of like the identity in the internet and like the self in the internet and like how art can just 
how we like yeah. portray ourselves. So we were like reading a bunch of like academic papers on this game called Second Life, which I was like, what the fuck is Second Life? <laughs> like, what is this? And it's basically just like this open world. I want, and it's pretty old. Like, it's been a thing for a while on oh. the internet. And you're just like play these little avatars. It's like yeah. Sims, but you're playing individual Sims essentially. Oh. So and then like, can you, can you interact with other people on the internet? Yeah, you can interact with oh other my people gosh. on the internet. And so they're going through. So the episode, they're like, they just pick out some dumb shit to talk about, <laughs> and they're, obviously there's crazy shit going on in this. This is like the internet, and like. People just like showing up on the internet in like a anonymous avatar, yeah. like <laughs> like what? Well, that's the recipe for disaster. Oh so they were talking about just like reading off all of these like Reddit posts and internet <laughs> random internet forum shits about people talking about like their second life community. Oh my god! Like, oh, it's just crazy. And like people will like dress up as rats or like frogs, but then like have like a very huge dick. And like Wait. they're like, <laughs> it's very sexual. Oh, so you could make your avatar like have a huge dick. Yeah, so you can make it have it and be a frog. And the way that they like talk is like there's like this one like forum post they were reading that was like <laughs> something about like Caroline something whatever her at is how she's like the best person to have sex with on, like, Second Life or something like that. Oh, my God. And I was like, it's crazy that they're talking about it, like, as if I'm like, do you, you don't get any simulation from that. Like, how do you know that she's the best at sex? I so, mean, maybe they can, like, dialogue to each other, like, text each other. Yeah, like... And then it would just be, I guess, like, sexting. Yeah, I guess it would. But oh people, so they were talking... <laughs> <laughs> Bye, that's our money. Okay, so they were, they were talking about... The, this there was this one woman talking about like her experience as like kind of like a sex worker in Second Life oh, because like people would pay her but in the currency of the Second Life currency which is like I don't even know what it's called oh my god something like something Bitcoin? like no <laughs> let me just search this hold on let me search this shit up Whoa. let's I want to hear about we can go back to this later no, this, this is, is wild I want a Second Life and yeah. also I want I think I want to improve my sexting now because I'm like. Imagine being also, such, like, a literary god. So, like, this is... Let's see. Oh. It's giving kind of Sims AI. Yeah, it's, like, Sims AI. Okay. But it's virtual Looking reality. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my god. It's, like, metaverse oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Bella like, and so you I can are, like, get images of the Sims. Yeah. You, they can literally get... Just search up Second Life. Go to images. How NFTs on, work in Second Life. A great sign. <laughs> a great sign. Oh, <laughs> wait, as COVID-19 destroyed real economies, Second Life's economy boomed. Whoa. Did you know that? I didn't know that. And there's, like, role-play, like, oh chat God. areas. Like, people get... Well, that's what they were podcast about Liz was digging into. Like, obviously, there's, like... I yeah. mean, dang. I did look at the avatars. I don't even know if you can call them Uncanny Valley they're kind of just ugly. They're like but, they're not close enough to <laughs> humans to be uncanny valley yet. Um, they just kind of look like a sim, but like maybe slightly more glitchy. Yeah, a little bit handsome, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, not. they're so angular. I'm just like looking for like the terminology. Oh yeah, we're on the Wikipedia page. Yeah. Oh, sorry guys. Te- wait, they're called Linden Dollar. A Linden dollar. What's the conversion rate? Uh, let's see. Conversion rate. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. 
This is like <laughs> we are going on a media rat hole for for anyone and to listen okay. to. I know, and I'm excited Dang. for the journey that we're on. Do you think there was like a second life Great Depression? Okay, one dollar US dollars is three hundred and twenty Linden dollars. Okay. So like that's not great. No. Like, like they have a very it's super, super small portion. Dang, even after their COVID boom. Oh wait, no. That's the <laughs> other way. No no no. Okay, wait. Cause if you have five no 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 wait. Cause if you have five dollars in um wait, let's see. If you have five dollars in US currency, which I have, I would then have a thousand six hundred Linden dollars. Which I feel like is good in Second Life. Oh, so like you spend five dollars and you get sixteen hundred Linden dollars. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, okay, so you could be rolling in it if you're in Second Life. If I just decided to be on Second Life instead, yeah, essentially. I mean, those are the parameters. Of but the... like, maybe all their goods cost like really expensive. Cause That's what inflation. I was wondering. We could go more deeply, <laughs> but I, I think I'm not there. <laughs> I don't even like, want to talk about inflation when it's in the real world. I, so, like, I don't want to talk about it in my second in life. In a random virtual reality. <laughs> I don't even know where it's from. Shit. It's I like Matrix. <laughs> People have probably found their lovers on on that app. And no, I think 100%. that's beautiful. And there's people who are in, like, kind of, like, polyamorous relationships that would, like... Video wanna... games work well for that. Don't they? With polyamorous relationships. Yeah. like... Yeah. It's like. just like, it removes the physical, where I feel like a lot of the discomfort comes is from the physicality yeah. of like, and I'm like, a video game, you can like, it's like a more of a fantasy, yeah. which I feel like would help with compartmentalizing that shit. Definitely. And you have like more like friendless, and also you can actually just like visualize how many fish are in the sea because there's like <laughs> all the avatars all around. All the avatars. So. Yeah. Mm. I never found a lover on Minecraft or anything. How though. how would it feel? Oh. Yeah. I would have so many internet <laughs> boyfriends, I'm not gonna lie. I'd have like five oh, at one time. Internet groomers. Yeah. Mm. I guess I should be like <laughs> ragging about that. <laughs> no, no. No. Oh my god. No, okay, anyways. If you're if you're like second life partner wait, no. If you were married to someone in real life and then like you found out that they had an entire, like, second marriage and second life. Like, how would you feel? And, like, to them, this was, like, essentially another marriage for them. Wow. Wow. I yeah. mean, if it... Damn. Like... Because, I mean, they would spend their money, like, on Linden dollars and give that to their Linden wife. Oh, my god. You know, like, shit like that. Like, it's oh a my full gosh. transaction. Oh, my like, financial stuff. To, dang. Yeah. Yeah, like I guess I feel. would... It would feel pretty bad. I feel like I would have to... That could be divorce material, although it, like... Might be a little bit too sad to have to put Second Life as like the cause of the end of your marriage on the documents. Like, in the documents. I feel like putting down those specifics in terms of legality it would just, just be, be like, painful. He smells bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. My money. He yeah, he's constantly in the gamer chair. He's constantly in the I just lie and he's like, he's on sex like sex.com. He's, he's sex. just texting a bunch of like girls at the same time. I would not be like Second life, he has formed a deep emotional connection <laughs> to this other woman who may not even be a woman. No, it could be anyone in the world. I think, yeah, that could would be, be a little too brutal for me. It could literally be a, like, 50-year-old man who looks like Incel adjacent, but is maybe more kind-hearted as <laughs> his man's wife. Like, but, wow. But he's so good at being the man's wife, and he's 
commend it to them. Yeah. Like, that's what a lot of the shit we were reading in this class was, like, people, like, this sociologist or this researcher yeah. that was, like, interviewing people through this process and shit. Whoa. And I was like, that's funny as fuck. It's kind of unserious. Yeah. But, like, it's a dilemma. And yet also serious, because it says, like, so much about, like, how, like, humans communicate and, like, how we are, like, constantly looking for a new source of, like... Yeah. To be listened to, I guess, online, even. Literally, so, like, like, us on podcasts right now. <laughs> like, I'm on podcasts, Instagram, Twitter, Substack. Like, yeah. I'm trying to be listened to. Yeah. They're going to hear my voice everywhere. They're going to hear echo around the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yes, I agree. I'm just like, I need to be seen and, like, acknowledged. And, yeah. So, in a lot of, like, those are, like, I guess in, like, sociological terms, which is always weird to, like, those are, like, individual cells that you maintain, too. Yeah. They have, like, different rules for engagement in, like, your relationships. Shit's crazy. I want to hear about the media. I feel like I've been talking forever. <laughs> no, I, I love hearing about I want to hear about your media. I, I guess, what was I checking out? I was looking at the new, or listening to the new Mitski album. Mm-hmm. The land is inhospitable, and so oh are my gosh, we. Yes. And like, true. That's true. Um, and I think my favorite one. This is like a basic bitch answer because Evan's been posting it on their stories. Bye. But my love, mine, all mine. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, it's great. Wait, I need to like search up the genius lyrics now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna quote this shit. Yeah. So that's been great. And then, um, the new episode of, what, what podcast was I listening to? Oh, I was listening to Maintenance Phase. Oh, that. What yeah. was the new episode? Um, I finally listened to the Soy Boys. You listened to the Soy Boys. <laughs> and that was fun. Yes. And then I read about, I think her name is Brittany Snow or Brittany Blossom or something. Yeah. She was just like this, like, fitness influencer turned christian like evangelical oh. christian and they oh. were talking about like her controversy and like what's her controversy well they're just like a bunch of different shit but like she was basically like a grifter like scammer but like yeah. kind of not in like a huge way she's yeah. just like she's very fit and skinny and she's like i'm gonna give you a meal plan <laughs> and like it'll be personalized but it wasn't personalized and so <laughs> she was like crazy <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they're like harming people's health by like influencing these people. But like, there's a thousand diet influencers, so it's like, no, yeah, it yeah, would be yeah, chill, yeah. but there were things to come. There yeah. Were things to okay, come. okay, okay. So okay. she's scamming people. People start to like complain about it, and they're they are heard. But then like this random like comedian dude, like comedian asshole dude, like almost spawns like a hate campaign and like goes up to her and yells in her face and men like, hate to see it. a woman winning yeah Bye. like scamming yeah <laughs> scamming and winning so she did that and then everyone was mad and then it was like this big hate train mm. against her Shit. and that kind of sucked and then she just goes like full-on evangelical christian mm. like one day she just kind of like turns on her little camera and just starts recording and talking about crazy conspiracy shit and that's like crazy just totally changes her content wait is she the one that's like i i don't know if this is like a pattern and this is just another <laughs> influencer who's done like a similar like weird like one complete 180 yeah. of evangelicism and they like are part of this like commute like this kind of committee of like evangelists 
Oh, I don't know if I've Let me, what's part the, of that. What's the one you're talking about? Okay, her name is Brittany Dawn. Brittany Dawn, okay. Yeah, and then, like, things die down. She adopts a kid, and she starts getting a lot of weird comments that are all about, like, 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 I'm surprised you could get this kid considering, like, your background and stuff. <laughs> and so, and then she's like, it's not, like, she just replies. And she's like, whatever. Like, that's, like, Damn. you should know, you should know me better than that. But they weren't talking about her. Yeah. They were talking about her husband. And the whole thing with the husband is bananas. <gasps> because they, okay, important okay. thing, that, okay. like, I need to the focus. kid they adopted yeah. is, like, is black. Mm. And so then... People are saying that he, like, the dad might be a danger because he had been dismissed from the police force for like police brutality no. against a black man. Yeah. yeah. Oh my fuck. Yeah, and like it was just like, yeah, horrible. Whoa. And so like, they like yes, the hate train at first was like a little bit like what was like, this coming yeah. from? And then like, it was just. And then it was just straight up justified <laughs> because it's. Yeah, it's obvious that, like, like, they're not only, like, content farming, like, the kid that they have, and they're, like, constantly posting videos of him, like, her husband also has all this shit in (gasps) his record. That is crazy. So, honestly, it has something to say about, like, our adoption system in general. Oh, 100%. Things that are, you know, a little crazy there. No, fuck that. Adoption's insane. If I were to ever have a kid... I would just like uh, I don't I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It makes me sad. It makes it does, me sad. It does. And, and um, yeah, it's just like a wild story because that is a crazy ass. At first, you think you're like you sympathize kind yeah. of with her and are kind of just like, man, we really just we do dump all our shit on one person. And yes, but like she actually sucked. It's <laughs> interesting. I was thinking, I'm like, this is such an interesting way that like stories on the internet unfold as like people come together to start like gathering and sharing information (laughs) like how is that just i'm sure all been on just like tiktok pretty much like where you're getting like yeah people like talking about it and shit um which is great i (laughs) super trust it as like an internet source like a source (laughs) of like pop culture and shit and like just like it's like gossip it's like no yeah it's like spreading in the like wild places but yeah it's interesting how those stories unfold yeah so that was the maintenance phase episode I guess that's it for media. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's all. Pretty I much it. I could literally talk about media for hours. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm but sure we I have more a, tricks up my sleeve. We have. <laughs> <laughs> we have a damn episode to get to. Kristen. We do. We can't go all willy nilly here. Exactly. All right. And here I was willing and nillying. So, we're gonna talk about bodies, bodies, bodies. Fuck yeah, we are. And we're gonna get to the plot a little bit. So. Who's doing the plot? Ooh. <laughs> isn't it me? Did you do yeah, ha- you did Halloween? Yeah. Are you, like, are you down? I'm down, yay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Let me do it. Get, get this girl over here. We're transferring the laptop to me so I could read it. Thank yes. you, my love. All right. Oh, this is awesome. Okay, I love this movie. I'm just like, it opens... <laughs> Two hot ass lesbians are making out. I'm like, this <laughs> is great. Best opening scene. Yeah. Wait, should we talk about the characters? Okay, yeah, we can talk about <laughs> the characters. And so the two characters I'm talking about is this girl named B, um, played by um, Maria Bakalova. Bakalova. Um, so we have B, yes, and <laughs> Sophie, who's played by um, Amanda Steinberg. Steinberg. 
Um, and then we also have Sophie's friends, who are Jordan, Emma, Alice, who is played by Rachel Sennett. And then we have Pete Davidson as David and Connor O'Malley as Max, who isn't really there. <laughs> um, Lee Pace as Greg, who is Alice's boyfriend, who is from like Tinder or some shit. We'll get into it. <laughs> That's where we're starting. So be a working class young woman from Eastern Europe, as I fucking said. I was so right. <laughs> Travels with her wealthy girlfriend, Sophie, to a hurricane party at a mansion owned by the family of David, which is Sophie's friend. So this is fucking Pete Davidson's big ass mansion. <laughs> and the other guests that are there is David's aspiring actress girlfriend, Emma, who's plays by, um, played by Chase Sue Wonders. I actually, I liked her. I feel like I haven't seen her in anything else. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the podcaster, Alice, who's played by Rachel Sennett, as I said, her much older new boyfriend, Greg, and the enigmatic Jordan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jordan is played by Mahila Harold. Um, Max, another guest, left after a fight with David the night before Sophie and B had just arrived. Um, and so, yeah, so if you meet, get there, it's a little bit awkward. You kind of have this feeling that, like, no one expected Sophie to be there. Yeah, they're all like, oh, like, the room yeah. goes silent. Like, it's very awkward. <laughs> and it's like, I eat it up, to be honest. I'm like, this is crazy. Because it's like, they're clearly just, like, this group of influencers. And then we have B, who seems, like, not you know, really a part of this culture or just, like, this world. And she's clearly feeling uncomfortable. But then, like, there's all this other drama going on. So it's just, like, it's a lot of It's nightmare on top of nightmare. Yeah. Going to a remote cabin to a friend group, I do not know. Yeah. Like, the worst, the the worst worst And there's, like, there's a scene kind of as this is unfolding where um, Sophie goes to talk to David about something and B is left alone with a group of them, and they start like filming a TikTok, <laughs> a TikTok yeah. dance, and B is just like standing to the side, like just standing there, yeah, and, like, kind of trying to get into the video, which is cute to see. And everyone is so, also everyone's like super fucked up, so that's not yeah. really, like layer, but yeah. like they're like drinking cocaine, a ton. There's cocaine. Yeah. Pete Davidson and um and uh, Rachel Sennett's yeah. characters, they're both like. Going into the yeah, other room <laughs> a lot, and then for an emergency, for emergencies, for emergencies. yeah. But yes. then, um, B also eats the edible cake on yes! us. Oh my god, <laughs> she starts eating, she's like starting to bite at this cake, chocolate and like, cake. who, yeah, this fucking it looks so good. Oh my god, I have chocolate bar. I'm like, oh, oh I might have to go get that. No, it's okay, it's okay, I can get through it. So, um yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah. She eats the cake eats like so Augustus much fucking edibles. Matilda. And then they just do literally. Yeah. That's exactly Except how there's it was. edibles in this cake. Oh my god. Never mind. I, that reminded me about something, but I can't get into that. Story. <laughs> Why can't you no, I can't. It's just too long. It's just too long. Oh, we have to get to the damn bonus episode. Bonus. Guys. <laughs> We elaborate on all of our stories. (laughs) So, yes. But, yeah. So, then the edibles hit. She starts dancing. Jordan starts, like, weirdly coming on to B, but also, like, her and Sophie are weird. Yeah. And you're getting this sense of, like, okay, well, so... There's jealousy. There's jealousy. Yeah. These gays are... 
Get no, the angry. gays are gaying in this, and I <laughs> eat it up every step yes. of the way. I wish I was a pawn in their little game of chess. I want to gay with them. I want to gay with them. <laughs> so the group decides to play this game called Bodies, 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 which is crazy because it's also the title of the movie. Whoa. So, yeah. So it's a murder in a dark style game, which I... Did you ever play games like that? I... There was one game I played when I was, like, really young. Yeah. Yeah, where we'd, like, turn the lights off and wear a few glow sticks. It was kind of like Capture the Flag in the dark. Whoa. Um, It always scared the shit out of me, though. I remember doing it one time after we had watched Gremlins, which was a weirdly terrifying movie. It is weirdly terrifying. Because, like, all the puppets are fucked. But then, like, afterwards, we we played that game, and I remember just hiding for the entire game until it was over. I'm so scared. (laughs) That's why laser tag also scares me. Don't bring me the laser laser tag. (laughs) (laughs) Have you had, like, a weird, like, a bad day experience at laser tag? Oh, my God. If someone took me on a date there, that would be a bad date. That would become the bad date you should um, write about you going like hypothetically going yeah. on this date oh my god i would love to read that <laughs> yeah laser tag is scary is. my brother was into laser tag so he would do it for like every I birthday see, see. and so i'd just be like i'd be chilling in the laser yeah. maze being like don't shoot me and then it's just all my brothers like three or four years older like friends like running around and like shooting me so they can get more points <laughs> That's like anyways, laser tag, not my jam, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's such Kristen lore. We're gonna have to talk about that more later. But they're it they're almost playing laser tag. They're almost I guess. I also (laughs) explain the rules of the game. No, we'll go. We'll (laughs) we'll explain it. I'm just thinking of my own because my friends love to play murder in the dark south. Oh my god. So we had multiple. So we had one that was like called Ghosts in the Graveyard. And then we had another one that was like I don't know, kind of like nightmare like what is that called? The Nath Museum. Oh! Nath Museum. Uh, we would, like, turn off all the lights, and we would pretend to, like, be the statues, and we would be, like, carrying, and it would be really fucking dark, because we're in, like, the middle of nowhere. And, like, anyways, so that was reminding. But their game, they're in very kind of opposite, I guess. They're in a very big, fancy house. <laughs> they all get a slipper paper. One paper has an X on it, and they put it to a hat. It gets mixed up, and then they pass it out, and the person who has the X is, like, the murderer. So then... What happens is that they turn off all the lights. They all have, like, they put their fucking iPhone, like, <laughs> flashlights on. And, like, and then it's just, like, they are go to Rome. And so whenever the murderer, like, murders someone, that person is supposed to, like, fall on the floor and pretend to be dead. But then whenever they find a body, I was this part, whenever they find a body in the persistence, bodies, bodies, bodies. They all, like, the lights turn back on. They all huddle in a group. And it's, like, a fucking Among Us. Like, literally. It's like Mafia. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's a pretty... It's easy to understand. Yeah. So, so they're, like... Sophie's trying to explain this game. They're all kind of, like, having... It's, like, weird because it feels like they're weirdly having a good time, but also, like, not. <laughs> like, I'm, like, this, like, could be fun, but, like, there's this weird, like, hostility just starting to brew. Yeah, everyone is, like, them. always, like, nagging each other. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, every single person in there. Yeah. I guess most of the characters just aren't very likable. Yeah, literally. <laughs> they're not. So, Greg, um, which was Alice's 
boyfriend that she brought from Tinder. He goes to bed early because Pete Davidson's character does not fuck with Greg. He's being a little soy boy about it. He's like... What is the fucking thing he says? I don't even know. Or he's like, elaborate on that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because he's... Oh, (laughs) because... Greg, as they're talking about bodies, 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 and they're explaining it to B, because B's like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, she is losing... I mean, she seems like she's having fun, but, like, what what the fuck's going on here? Um, And... But anyways, they're talking about the game, and Greg says, like, oh, well, the best defense is a good offense. And Pete Davidson's like, what does that mean? But what does that mean? <laughs> and I was just like... But, like, I kind of got it. Because I was like, what does that... Like, I was genuinely curious. <laughs> I was like, no, literally, what do you mean in the context of this game? <laughs> so Greg is getting all this hostility from fucking Pete Davidson. He decides to go to bed early, and they're like, oh, Greg, Greg, But, like, whatever. David then also gets... Pete Davidson also gets into another fight with his, like, literally 16-year-old girlfriend. She just looks 16 years old. And he gets in this, like, literally most narcissistic-ass argument with her. And I'm like, damn, you're too good at this, Pete Davidson. Like, I think this is off the dome. <laughs> so, anyways, him and his girlfriend get in a fight. Then he also leaves. David does. And so at this point, the girls are trying are like, okay, whatever the fuck. Like, we'll keep playing the game. The storm ends up worsening, then the power goes out, and the girls now have to scramble to find a power source. Minutes later, B finds David outside with his throat slashed and a bloodstain, like, I guess it, Kirkry is what it says in the... Oh, yeah, it's like one of the blades. Yeah, it's just a blade. Yeah, I was going to call it a machete, but I'm like, it can't be. It, it wasn't that. So it, it was something that... Um, that um, Greg had used earlier in the movie when he, like, opened a champagne bottle with, like, this sword from inside the yeah, house. Yeah, so we already know there's a weapon around. We do already know there's a weapon around, so yeah. Then so then... He's really dead, though. Yeah, he is really dead. But, yeah. Anyways, B becomes very panicked, and the group comes and sees the shit going down, I guess. <laughs> and then they run and try to go get help from Sophie's car, but then find that the battery is dead. So... The group discovers that Greg, um, fucking Alice's Tinder boyfriend, had a go bag with a knife and a map of the area, and it become like suddenly they became like really suspicious of yeah, them. And it was like, a map of the area and like a, a circle big, around. Like, I don't big, know. That big, is a little suspicious. Yeah, and like yeah. he's kind of like this bigger, older guy, like and like rugged. I'm like he could have a jaded past. <laughs> like I yeah. don't know. Yeah, and then they're also like, wait, Alice, do you know anything yeah. about him? And she's like. They ask, so she kn- <laughs> they ask her if she knows, like, um, his middle name or something. And she's like, I know he's a Libra. Like, we don't, you don't ask about the middle name. Until, like, it's true. And it's true. I literally had to tell my mom, I don't know someone I'm dating's last name. Unless I, like, follow them on Instagram. Then I know. But I'm yeah. like, my mom was just like, how the fuck do you not know the last name? So I'm like, mom, you don't get it at true. all how how the things work these days. (laughs) Anyways, so, um, yeah, so they become very suspicious of Greg. They go to find him, and he's just, like, chilling in this, like, fucking indoor basketball stadium, like, court. court. And he's, he's, like, wearing one of those, like, masks that light red, and, like, it's for, like, his seasonal depression, I guess, (laughs) is what, like, fucking Rachel Sennett says. So they go and find him there, and he has his, like, AirPods in, 
And they, like, shake him awake, and they're like, did you kill, like, fucking David? And he's like, what the hell? Like, I've literally been here this whole time. What are you talking about? Um, And after this kind of black and forth struggle with them, because there's also this, like, yeah, anyway. So after this black and forth struggle with him, B, like, hits him in the head to death with a a kettlebell that she buys. And you might think this is, like, kind of an overreaction, but, like, he is very scary in that scene. He starts getting very, like, aggressive with, like, the girls. Yeah. Shoving them around. Yeah, no, he's being really, he's being a jerk. He's being a fucking jerk. Like, he's not taking, like, what they're feeling seriously. Because clearly they're, like, shooken up, and he's, like... And they're covered with blood. And they're covered with blood, (laughs) with fucking David's blood. And he, like turns to, like, Jordan or something and slaps, like, because her weak-ass wrist slaps, like, the sword out of her hand or, like, this knife out of her hand and has it. Yeah. So, like, he's much more of a threat to them. Yeah. So, B, she came in clutch. (laughs) Her little ass, her little, yeah, her little European ass. So, he falls. The group then doubts that Greg was the killer because there's, like, they, they're all, like, kind of arguing about it after because Rachel's like, why the fuck did we kill him? Emma theorizes that Max, who was the guy who's been gone this whole time because he got in a fight with David and, like, punched David in the face, she theorizes that Max, who had convinced feeling, who had confessed feelings for her the night before, had returned to kill David. Sophie, who is the girl that, in the beginning, who's been dating B, um, she's a sober addict, and it's kind of been, like, a bit of a discussion throughout the night. <laughs> They're not very nice to her no. about it, about her being sober. Yeah. But, like... They're like, you were a wreck when you yeah. saw you. We thought you were an NYC student, like, yeah. pissing on the floor of the metro. But, like, yeah. No, yeah. They were... They're, they're awful friends. But... And then she... So... But, unfortunately, through this fucking commotion, she relapses and, and starts a line of coke. And, like, and then immediately, like, becomes, like, <laughs> so mean. So mean. Like, a minute later. Like, I'm like, oh, and then we're like, oh, that. <laughs> That's why they were, like, kind of over her at this point. Yeah. Um, so she runs into Emma at some point, and she's, like, holding this bag of drugs. And she's like, do you want to take these drugs? And Emma, like, kisses her. <laughs> yeah, I was confused by that. We were all I didn't confused. have any tension. No, not at all. But she was in, like, <laughs> a whole relationship. And then, like, Sophie, you're getting this feeling that she's had a relationship with Jordan, maybe. Yeah. Like, but or at least know. hooked up. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, the deal with, like... Well, so, what, so they said... So her response to that was like you think like everyone's in love with you (laughs) (laughs) like what that she's like what the fuck are you doing but anyways she ends up accepting the drugs so and then alice later finds emma dead from a head wound at the bottom of the stairs she kind of hears this loud fucking yell and a bunch of bumps and she runs over and it's emma um dead at the bottom of the stairs um, and then she starts freaking out because she's like, there's someone who is killing the group one by one. Like, who the fuck yeah. is, like, this, you know, murderer? So Jordan and Alice then become very suspicious of B because, like, she <laughs> fucking killed a man like, in front of them. Front, yeah. But then they also reveal that um, no one with her name is on record to having going to having graduated from this college that she said she went to. Yeah, it was like Utah State. Something, it was like, 
a bunch of cunts. Like, who cares? But anyway, it was then, it, but like, also, why'd you lie? <laughs> True, and that shall be revealed in due time. In due time. Don't fucking worry about it. So then they get really pissed at B, and like, Sophie's just standing there, like, not like they're all like start to push B out into the hurricane. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like fucking storming this whole time outside. And so they push her out and B's like, Sophie, what the fuck? And Sophie's like, I can't deal with this. Like, <laughs> She's too high. Um, and so B then returns to Sophie's car. She finds underwear that matches Jordan's bra that she had found, um, like previously she had like seen Jordan's bra somehow yeah. and then found a matching pair of panties in like Sophie's backseat. So I was like, okay, girl. So then, um, B then sees Jordan holding David's father's gun through a window. Um, when she comes back to the house. And so she crawls back inside to like a pet door, literally worst, like five seconds of my life. Having to watch that. <laughs> Maybe so claustrophobic, but, um, anyways, uh, she makes her way back into the inside. She confronts her group. She reveals that she dropped out of college to take care of her. It, this is kind of an unserious, like, scene to me. I'm really? not going to lie. I mean, no, no, no. For her, I'm just like, for real. I'm talking about, like, the aftermath. Oh, yeah. It's let, okay. me, let, me get, let me get to it. <laughs> so she, um, she reveals that she dropped out of college to take care of her mom, who has borderline personality disorder. And then there's just, like, a verbal fight that now ensues about, like, Sophie and her drug addiction and how she, I guess, uses David to regain access to her trust fund. Yeah, I've got some good lines yeah. in here from the Let me hear it. Argument. Let me fucking hear it. Yeah, people are just, like, cruel to each no, other. No, it is, like, <laughs> over, over, over again. Yeah, and Sophie's, like, like, why can, like, David do coke, but I can't, and it's a problem. Um, and <laughs> Rachel said, that's like, I understand. And I'm an ally. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm an ally. And I totally get how it looks, looks, that. looks that way. <laughs> but then Jordan's like, oh my god, you're always the fucking victim. And like, she's like, you ran away to go write your fucking memoirs. And then, oh. No. And then Sophie says, it's creative nonfiction, which is a valid response to life in an attention economy. <laughs> oh, God. It's so fucking good. The script is so fucking good. It's not even funny. It's amazing. Oh, my gosh. And then, so, yeah. So, they're arguing about it. And then, like, then they're like, Sophie, like, why the fuck did you, like, ghost us? Like, what? Like that's why they're surprised that she's here. Because apparently, like, she literally just didn't tell them she was coming. And they're like, why did you ghost us? And she's like, because you guys fucking trigger me. Like, you guys are terrible. Like, you give me my addiction. <laughs> but then... Oh, and then... Jordan's oh. like, guess what? Yeah, that's Sophie's right. Sophie's been lying to you, and we fucked in my car. Like, yeah. Sophie and I fucked. That she begged me to stop at your apartment on the way up here. Yeah. And so... And so then Sophie's like... You are unhinged, Jordan. So then yeah. they get really mad at each other. Yeah. And then I guess Sophie needs a little bit of oomph. Yeah. So like, she's like, oh, Jordan, you hate Alice. <laughs> yeah, you despise her. You constantly complain about how vapid and annoying she is. You hate her. It's pitiful how you won't stop making fun of her in her stupid little little podcast. Let her have the podcast. Let her have the podcast. <laughs> uh, 
And then, like, Jordan's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then she's like, you hate listen to our fucking podcast. Like, literally. Um, <laughs> and she's... And, <laughs> and then B, I think B asks Alice, like, what her podcast is about. <laughs> and Alice says, hang out with your smartest and funniest friend. And then, like, Jordan, like, like groans. <laughs> and then oh, like, did you groan? No. When I said, hang out with your smartest and funniest friend. And then Jordan groans again. again. She does it again. <laughs> Alice flips out on Jordan because she's not a podcast fan. <laughs> and she's like, you're just in love with your rags to riches story, but you're like not any different. You know what? Your parents are upper middle class. <laughs> and she's like, no, they're not. And she's like, Jordan, they literally teach at a university. And it's then she's public. Th- <laughs> <laughs> it's public. <laughs> Oh, okay, girl. Both of your parents have jobs. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah. So, it's a lot of... a wild argument. Oh, and then Jordan shoots Alice in the leg. Oh, my God, yes! <laughs> Literally! And then Jordan shoots Alice in the leg. Um... They're all fighting uh, for the gun. They're all... they're Which, I'm just like, this whole time, like, y'all are so stupid. They're literally all fighting for the gun. And Alice is then somehow shot in the throat as they're, like, fucking piling on top of each other. So Sophie and Jordan start to fight. And then, like, Jordan starts, like, shooting at her. Oh, because Sophie's trying to get Jordan to, like, not have the gun anymore. Yeah. And Jordan starts, like, fucking fighting her. Like, it's just, like... The first attempt to de-escalate in the entire movie. Literally? Sophie's finally, like, like, let's stop this. (laughs) She's like, all right, this is actually my max. Like, yeah. someone needed to pull out a fucking gun to really, I don't know, get their shit together, I guess. But, yeah. So, so they they start going up the stairs. B pushes Jordan over the staircase banister, and she fucking just, like, crashes onto this, like, glass table that was in the middle of, like, some fucking, I don't know, the house. And with her, I guess, dying breath, Jordan tells B to check Sophie's text messages. So... Then B runs away from Sophie because she's like feeling distrustful of her, obviously, which is also scary. It's a scary yeah. scene. They run, they run away from Jordan together, and then like they're in this like dark space. Yeah, in this like closet, and B's like asking Jordan to see her or asking Sophie to see her phone, and Sophie's like no, and, which and is then, like not a response <laughs> I want to hear. You want a little bit of comfort. You want a little bit of comfort. <laughs> like give the girl a break. She just got shot at. Like. Yeah, B These has are, killed for her girlfriend twice now. B has now. killed for her girlfriend twice now. Wow. Like, I I think I want her, honestly. Yeah. She's kind of mommy right now. She is. She's kind of just, actually, she's like girlfriend material right now. <laughs> wife material. Wife, wifey material. Wife all the rest are situationship material. Yeah. Just kidding. They're all scary. They're all very, I, I mean, I like, they're, never they're hovering my situation. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Never lines of coke. I don't think I could... No, I don't know. <laughs> like, I might know people who've done coke before. Yeah. Um. Anyways. So, then, as B and Sophie are kind of playing this cat and mouse game, the morning starts to come up. The storm has stopped. B comes outside, and Sophie comes out with her, where she, like, confesses to B that she had relapsed, and then witness Emma tripping and falling down the stairs to her death after giving her the drugs from earlier. So Emma's death was because of B. Or not because of B, because of Sophie. 
Um, and then B's like, whatever it gaff, she holds her at gunpoint and demands to see Sophie's text. Ooh. Um, literally, like, let me see the damn receipts. <laughs> like, ugh. so anyways, Sophie. Next time a guy doesn't let you see, like, his phone, just take out a gun. We gotta start arming <laughs> bitches, like, for real. Literally. People would take me a lot more seriously if I had a gun. True. Or and like, also, it's like hot as fuck to see it tucked in the background of the pants, you know? No, it is. The waistband. The waistband. Oh. She kind of looked like Jordan was giving like army girl a bit. <laughs> it was kind of crazy. Yeah. Not trying to like say that that conceal and carry is like a, <laughs> the serve of the century. I'm just no, like, aesthetically <laughs> speaking in this movie. It's working for me. And I actually <laughs> hate guns. Like, I hate guns. But. For the sake of shits and giggles. Anyways, so B's like, I don't give a fuck. Holds her at gunpoint. Wants to see the text. Sophie throws her fucking phone and they start fighting. And then B inadvertently ends up picking up David's phone. And she goes over to David and like opens up his eyes to use like the, the like fucking <laughs> the face. face <laughs> <laughs> and it opens up to a video of D- Pete Davidson along to this damn tiktok song that they've been using this whole time it's like i'm bored in the house i'm in the house bored and he's trying to do the fucking champagne bottle trick that he saw greg do and like open a champagne bottle and he slits his own neck so he's revealing that there was really there was no murderer yeah literally that whole time no killer on the loose other than the murders we saw on screen by the people we like essentially thought were the victims yeah like in the scenario <laughs> which like in a way they were both victims and like assaulters of each other but anyway so as being sophie realized that like kind of that was literally all for nothing we get a confused max who had left earlier after getting a fight with david he returns to the mansion the power comes back on uh, Max is like, what the fuck just happened? And honestly, he's like pretty mellow for like yeah. the situation he's like seeing, like surveying. Definitely. But whatever, I'm glad we only saw him for like two scenes. Um, <laughs> B's only response to him is now that she has service on her phone. Yeah, she's got those bars popping She's got out. her bars. You can start hearing the fucking notifications beep. It's like, mm. yeah, so that's. That's the end of the movie. Whoa. Yeah. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Bodies, bodies, bodies. What What were your thoughts about that? General thoughts, Chris. Yeah. Well, as Bella said earlier, it was my first time watching it. And honestly, it was great. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. Just like, there's a lot of comedies that don't make me laugh. And I, there's also a lot of comedies that are just straight comedies. And then there's no other like stuff tossed yeah. in. But horror comedy is one of my favorite genres. So, yeah. yeah, it's nice seeing one of these. I love a whodunit. Even though I love no who. a <laughs> Yeah. And that's like such a genius part of it. It's that like there's no one who did it. <laughs> and on top of that, it like kind of creates the real like, oh, you're like, oh, these are actually just like shitty people. Yeah. Like they just like really could not <laughs> just collapsed under this like fake murderer that they've all the scenario yeah. that they've created in themselves about like who was the killer definitely and they could justify it like every which way but yeah, yeah. and they're not picking each other off either like, I mean like they're not being picked off one by one yeah it's like just like a butterfly effect yeah that was just like you see all the like the parts clicking together and yeah. then like no matter what they have to kill each other yeah. now yeah <laughs> And yeah, so it's it's cool. It is cool. Yeah, we'll talk more about that 
that ending in a sec. Yeah. And just like, what does it mean for the themes of the movie? Do we think it worked? Is it awesome? It's awesome. I think it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the jokes hit. Rachel sent it. I'm like, yes, I'm totally on a, like, binge watching all her stuff. Love her vibe. Yeah, it's crazy because she's not lesbian or Jewish. Yeah, and that's her typecast at this point. Yeah, but which I guess it's not her fault. It's yeah, not. It's not. It's not. It's that not she her looks fault. Jewish and lesbian. <laughs> and to be fair, in this movie, she was giving straight. She, she was. was straight. She so. was straight in this. She played yeah. a beautiful straight woman. And I believe the straightness. Yeah, I really yeah. believed it that she was intimate with this man named Craig. <laughs> he was like 27. Yes. Scary. Vibe. No job, have an ass. Yeah, but I guess those are my main thoughts. Funny, good. Funny, good. Pacing was good. The kills were relatively satisfying. Mm -hmm. Could have used a bit more blood sometimes. I don't know. True. But actually, I mean, the head demolishing was a lot. That was a lot. (laughs) With the... the, Yeah, the kettlebell. The fucking kettlebell. Oh, it was just so fucking funny and random. But when I went to my, like, so unserious, like, arts high school. Yeah. Like, for PE, we had to make... Like a Google slideshow, like a PowerPoint, yeah, about like miscellaneous exercise equipment because we didn't have an actual gym or any form oh. of sport. So I had a presentation on kettlebells. <laughs> you had a presentation. <laughs> yeah, that was like for for PE. For PE. <laughs> for PE at art school. Oh, Once a month, we had to run a mile, which fucking sucked so much. And the teacher was like, hated children and oh, was a sadistic fuck. But like, oh <laughs> we God, actually had to crazy. give presentations about like random shit. Like we, I did kettlebells. Someone else had the subway diet. Okay, word. Yeah, and like just just a bunch of keto diet. That was another one. That's crazy. Yeah. My public school, you have missed out on public school PE then, no? Yeah, I have. I have. Literally. That shit's crazy. Yeah. you doing the pacer and shit. <laughs> like some yeah, freaks. Yeah, the pacer is, is gnarly mm-hmm. from all that I have heard. Yeah, <laughs> fucking apparently. <laughs> but like the, the mile trigger. was still so much like every month because it was like, <laughs> oh, it's not like we've gotten more fit in between. We're just going to disappoint ourselves again. It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> And like watching uh, it like just slowly get like more as you get I did less get of a slower. shit yes yeah. by the end of the year I had like a 20 minute mile cause I just walked the, I love those <laughs> bitches that did that I love I'm like I don't know why I never just did that yeah and like just gabbed like who cares yeah and it's like protest it's youth protest literally who gives a fuck if I get like a C in PE like <laughs> I didn't cause I busted my ass on the kettlebell presentation oh word yeah but like the mile, ooh, I was I was walking in the back with the emos, <laughs> the lovely, Exchanging wonderfully kind emos. Secrets. Yeah, chilling, um, vibing. But yes, yes, something about PE. Kettlebells. 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 We figured it out. <laughs> that was the segue Look about kettlebells. Look at our neurons just shooting yeah. off beautifully right now and making connections and Amazing. drawing conclusions. Memory is just a beautiful thing. This fabric we call life. Mm. <laughs> I don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Like, whoever gets to this point, I just love you. Like, I love you. No, this is entertaining This awesome. is entertaining. I'm gonna, I'm excited to listen back over. Anyway, I feel what like I need to say? stop, I need to stop making, like, I feel like I keep breaking the fourth wall. Referencing, like, the, the listeners. listeners. yeah. I don't know. I think podcasts do that a lot. Okay, per. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, hopefully they like it. Okay. Well, do you get scared when, like, the podcaster addresses you? I feel like Serena Shahidi's podcast is all to you. Yeah, I like that Like, there's shit. no fourth wall to break. Yeah. But ours, sometimes we're just gabbing with ourselves. And yeah, sometimes that's true. there's the imagined third. Mm, who Whoa. wants to be our third? Who wants to be our third? Technically, you're all our thirds right now. Yes. Yeah, thanks, guys. Hope you're having a good time <laughs> wherever you are. We saw you from across the virtual space and enjoyed your vibe. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what did yeah. You, what did you think My of this, this movie? Did you like? Um, I love this movie. I really enjoyed it the first time I watched it. The ending was so... I was, like, super geeked out about it because I was like, there was literally, like, the story of it all. (laughs) The character of it all. Like, I just loved it. Um, And, um... Without even seeing the beginning of the movie, I didn't even see much of, like, the exposition or the setup between, like, you know, the stakes of the relationships, but you could see how much there was tension. Um, I also love things that are just in a dark house that are in just like, that's why I love home invasion movies. <laughs> like I love home invasion. I don't know what it is. It's like, you just love like a single location. For yeah. And I'm just like, maybe it's because it's something that could like happen. <laughs> yeah. Like your home could get invaded. And just, like, it's, yeah, I don't know. So I'm, like, I like to imagine myself, like, what would I be like in that situation? And also just, like, as a film, I think more so as, like, the of the film of it all. <laughs> Where you're just in a confined space and yeah. there's someone trying to get in. And then kind of the point of, like, going in and out of the house. And I mean, in bodies, you're only in the house the whole time. And the lights are off, which is even... And there's a storm outside. Yeah. It's like this time and space of this... <laughs> this setting is just so ingenious and scary and thrilling in and of, of itself without there, like, being even a real murderer. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. But, um... Whoa. And I like... I also like a lot of movies that just occur over, like, one night or, like, yeah. one day. It's just, like, that continuity of time yeah. where you don't have to, like, expend the extra yeah. effort of, like... Like, how long has passed in their lives, yeah. and blah, 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 and connect all these dots. It's just, like, one... Yes! It's uh, one secret event. It's, like, an uninterrupted shot. I but love it. it. But I, mean, <laughs> I mean, technically. But, like, <laughs> if, if an uninterrupted shot was a movie, this would be this it. This would be it. You know what's actually reminding me? Because I also love the aspect of, of we're seeing a bunch of these characters that we don't know come together, and you're, like getting these bits of information and like you're like not totally sure what the connection is to all these people yeah. and that's also really fun to uncover with it but it's like that's the fun of like any whodunit movie like I'm thinking <laughs> of like Clue which I feel yes. like is the most classic I love Clue I love Clue I would love to do an episode on Clue oh I love Tim Curry I would love to have a party based around Clue yes. I went to a Clue themed birthday party once but like what a fun dinner party yes I just like dress. There's the the woman in the black bob and like the bright red lipstick. Oh, Miss Scarlet! I love Miss Scarlet, and she's so great in the film. But yeah, so it reminds me of Clue because it's the same. We're just like a bunch of these people arrive at this house, and it's clearly very con a lot of conflict and lore that you have to uncover and of course the precedent before that was like and then there were none with like agatha christie and all that oh i didn't watch that one it's like um yeah so not her one of her novels and like people are picked up one by one oh it's a novel and it actually is like a whodunit yeah yeah 
It was a novel and then it was like a play, and I think mm-hmm. it's been made into a movie, but yeah. It's like, there's so many layers to like the dark and stormy night, mm-hmm. strangers come to Yes, me. exactly. Yeah. And there's a murder. A murder. Because there's a murder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are my general thoughts. I'd love to get into the research that you've done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, asking me to read this right now. You're going to hell. You're going oh, to you hell. Don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. No, no. I will. I can read. I just find it so interesting. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about the kind of development. No, yeah. So the, many cool people yeah. were involved with yeah. this. Yeah. I guess in terms of, like, people who wrote it and people who were involved in, like, getting the idea out and then into this actual movie, uh, the spec script was originally written by Kristen uh, Rupinian, uh, and she is actually the writer of this short story that became like, incredibly popular on the internet called Cat Person, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. You've read it, right? I've read it, Do you yeah. want to tell us like, a little bit about the plot? Yes, I will, because I also started to read the beginning of it before we recorded because I was <laughs> trying to refresh my memory. But basically, it, there it's about this kind of younger girl working at this, like, artsy movie theater, and, um... Oh my god, me. This is really you! It's me, 20-something, oh! Redacted! Redacted! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, so it's about this, it's about this Kristen type who's at this artsy movie theater, and this, like, guy comes in who she describes as, like, Basically unconventionally attractive. <laughs> Steve Buscemi walks into yeah. the bar. <laughs> I'm just like, girl, stand up. And they start, they develop this rapport, they exchange numbers. She is like, rel- like she's younger than him. Like, he's probably in his like late 20s. And we don't really know where she's at, but in her, probably in her early 20s. And so they start this relationship, and it's kind of like the author very accurately kind of portrays the feelings of, like, maintaining a relationship, like, as, I don't know, in your 20s. They're texting. She ends up meeting him in person, and there's kind of this, like, disappointment of, like, it kind of, you know, breaks the fantasy of it, which I also really relate to, I feel mm-hmm. like, in some ways. Yeah. And it's just, like, the rapport is not there anymore. He invites her to, like, go out to a bar eventually, and he finds out that... She's 20 because she has a fake ID that doesn't get her to the bar. (laughs) Oh, my girl. (laughs) And then, like, eventually, I don't know, Kristen, if you want to, because I kind of remember the yeah, but not, like, the details of it. Yeah, so basically she ends up breaking off of, like, their relationship or, like, the beginning of their relationship. And she, like, shoots him a text that's, like, I'm not feeling it. Mm -hmm. And, like, we need to end it. And so she doesn't see him for a bit, and then she goes out to the bar one night, like a year later, because she's of age now, and then she catches a glimpse of him across the bar, and she hopes that he doesn't see her. Mm-hmm. But later that night, she starts getting a few texts from him, at first, like, wondering why they didn't work out, and kind of sweet stuff. Then his texts get increasingly more aggressive, and he finally just flat out calls her a whore. Yeah. 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 So, it's yeah, quite a commentary on modern dating. Yeah, and it's up. it's funny like how you know the rapport was there in real life, but it's also wild because like she had already seen him before, interacted with yeah. him before, and that's even less than we have on Hinge. Yeah, <laughs> or only going off the online part yeah. and the banter online. Yeah, and, like how many little morsels and glimpses of a person can you get to like make sure they're safe no literally it's really hard and it's not until you're actually sitting with them yeah to get the to get the i guess the 
chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like, that's yeah. just even a tiny part of it. No, yeah, it's really interesting. And I'm also thinking of like people's online dating profiles as fucking like second life avatars. Because <laughs> I'm like, you are literally like, it's like a profile and that's heavily curated. So not even just like the dialogue that you like the what conversations they're having but even just how they're deciding to pray the, portray themselves on the internet yeah i feel like can be like very misleading True. <laughs> like especially misleading marketing product it's marketing. not as described yeah <laughs> i try to be like like honestly like my my dating app profiles are heavily curated yeah. i feel like they don't really accurately like, i feel like i just don't really accurately describe who i am but it but i enjoy the effect that it has on it <laughs> as a piece of media <laughs> the piece of media yeah no literally we should you should frame it and put it on your wall i would yeah i sound so full of myself i'm sounding like no, my dating app profile is so amazing you <laughs> i honestly it. think that like in the future like you could like study those as a yes. period of time and like break down this like break down the whole thing as an artifact yes it's like hinge man hinge man it's <laughs> so many prompts so and many fucking prompts yeah and like voice prompts oh voice don't do prompts that. are crazy i would not recommend doing a voice prompt no. because there's like a 95 percent chance that after hearing the voice prompt i will i will swipe the other way <laughs> Not like it's not your fault. You could be very beautiful. It's just no one ever nails the voice. No prompt. one ever nails a voice prompt. It's it's okay. There's a part of endearing about it though sometimes because you like hear, like it's much harder. Like the inner, it's much harder to like give off that curated vibe because you're like, you have to just talk. Maybe that's why. Right. Maybe I'm like give me sell me the product again. Okay? Yes, come on now. Dang. Give up the fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's what I look for. That's <laughs> literally the shit I look for. <laughs> You're on your way towards, like, dating a comedian, Bella. <laughs> oh, God. And I have. And oh, I have whoa. dated a comedian. I... He was not that funny. Mm. Okay, good. See, the thing I'm talking about, <laughs> about dating comedian men, I don't know how comedian women would be. I feel like we would annoy each other. There would be a lot of combating there energies be a in the lot. room. <laughs> We would both be trying to be more funny, more endearing, <laughs> charming than the other person. It would be really hard. Oh my god. But if they don't have my workout, that might be kind of sexy. But anyways. Oh, wait, okay, there's a bit more development. Yeah, here. there is more development. So, so we were talking about... Cat person. Cat person. We made it very far with that. We did make it very far. <laughs> um, so basically, so Kristen writes this great spec script and mm. it gets picked up. What What is a spec script? Just like a... Kind of like a It's kind of just like an unsolicited screenplay. Like, a writer just writes it. It's not for Mm. any specific demand that a studio wanted. Or under a studio, they just send it in. Okay. And usually, it's just like, it's so hard to get those actually made. Because there are no connections when it comes to the outside. But maybe it's because of the attraction of Cat Person that she got noticed for this. But her spec script catches the eye of Mm. A24, and it gets acquired. And then they attach some stars to it, including Amanda Stenberg uh, and Maria Bakalova. And then, uh, yeah, a few more actors join the project. And finally, uh, they have the director, Lena Rage, I think? Rain. Rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I searched it up on Wiki. Oh, Wikipedia. thank you. Yeah. But, like, it's nice that, number one, it came from, like, a short story writer. Yeah. And then a playwright, like, helped work on it. So yeah. So, this is so cool. These different, like, 
strains of like literary world yeah together. it's yeah. beautiful but yeah it's a lot of what i have about development i know that they filmed it in may 2021 and they filmed it outside of new york kind of like upstate new york oh. and it's released during covid and it actually does pretty oh, well oh yeah yeah it like the only thing that sold more tickets and did like better that year was everything everywhere all at once. Oh, so it's like second. Yeah. So that's oh, pretty no good way. for that COVID. Is good. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy that like thriller horror type films don't get um, nominated for things at yeah. the the Emmys or whatever. What's it called? Uh, yeah, Oscars. Oscars. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. so few. Like, there's just so few. Whodunits and mystery thrillers. Yeah. Like, I know Knives Out was, like, a big kind of revival true, of yeah. it, but... And that, that yeah. got nominated, right? Or Glass Onion. Knives Out. No, Knives Out also got nominated. Did. Yeah. But, like, I feel like people, especially with mysteries and whodunits, I don't know, like, I feel like horror is getting a bit more renowned, but, like, a lot of whodunits, I feel like people very much kind of see it as, like, like a slowbrow, because... But it's... Yeah. Not, though... Yeah. And, like, this is, like, a, a very well-done horror movie. But there is, like, lowbrow horror. Like, thriller. But, yeah. I don't know. It's just frustrating. Yeah. It's the system. It's the establishment. <laughs> I don't know if it just originates from, like, detective fiction always being, like, a pulp genre and, like, separate mm. from, like, actual just straight fiction. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But I guess we can get into the themes a little bit about, like, what people... How people have interpreted the film and its ending. Yeah, I'd love to talk about this. A message that the movie might be trying to make. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... I guess the main thought that people have had is just bodies, bodies, bodies as a kind of satire on Mm. class and privilege and new technology with relation to Gen Z. Mm. And I don't know, would you think you saw a lot of that... But yeah, I think it was very Gen Z oriented. Oh, this is something I wanted to bring up during, like, with my general thoughts. But I was like, it doesn't really keep up over time. <laughs> I feel like it's, like, yeah. still... I But I'm that might just be, like... I mean, it's Gen Z, but it's also just, like, how the internet is now. Where, like, so many micro, like, things just circle so quickly. Like, the way we, like, lingo and shit like that. And, like, things that are relevant. So I'm like, it kind of doesn't really uphold, but it's still, I feel like, very, pretty accurate. Like, what those influences, influencers are like. Like, I imagine that they are just like that. And I feel like they are. Yeah. From, like, what I've seen. I've, like, kind of been in that. I've been in, like, the comedy aspect of influencers. Oh, gee. Yeah. And the jester like, units. The just, clown town. The clown town. <laughs> and it's like... I think, and I think for most things on the internet, just the way they look on the internet is always going to be so much more fun and interesting and inc- exclusive than it actually is. Not to say that, like, it isn't, but still. Yeah. But I'm just yeah. like, it's not that crazy. It's just yeah. people coming together and just, like, trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> most of the time, sometimes. <laughs> and you don't see those times. Uh, true, true. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm trying to let go of, like, expectations around, like, jokes like topical jokes staying funny for long or like rating a comedy movie based on its ability to hold up because i think like i was like watching a youtube video about this Mm. movie and they like kind of used the word like time capsule pejoratively at the time they're kind of like oh like they just end up being a time capsule and like you know 
implying that like it's gonna decay or whatever yeah it's gonna, not gonna hold up but like i think time capsules can be timeless too yeah no no, no yeah it's, it's a piece of it. it's a piece of what culture was like at that point because yeah. it is so like heavily inspired by like the youth culture and like we're <laughs> we're a part of that so it's just Whoa. like well like it, it, it will like age of course as things do but it'll still like it'll be like that's so interesting of that yeah. at this point in time <laughs> and the slang like three months out might be different and that'll be like a weird discrepancy but then in yeah. 10 years time like all the changes kind of like they're recycled yeah, yeah they come and, back and i think people maybe view it as a classic maybe yeah. not but it has that potential like i think so yeah i think i also think like I'm glad that Gen Z is starting to realize that we can be cringy. (laughs) It has to happen. Like, we can't be the cool, new, young, hip people forever. (laughs) Like, it's fun to laugh at, like, kind of the things they're also poking fun at. And, like, yeah, I don't know. The language of progressive politics. I saw this (laughs) fucking... No, wait, this is actually making me think... I saw, I love um, Natalie Wynn. She is the woman who is ContraPoints, who she just, like, does a bunch of, like, video essays. Um, Someone, like, tweeted a screenshot of one of her tweets from, like, 2021, where she said, Gen Z queer people are hard to figure out. They're like, I'm an asexual (laughs) slut who loves sex. You don't have to be trans to be trans. Casual reminder that heterosexuality doesn't make your gayness any less valid. (laughs) And then it says this tweet has been deleted. But honestly, it had to be said. Like this literally sounds like and it's not it's not even like I don't wanna use the term politically correct because that is just like kind of a dog whistle. Yeah. But it is just like the way that we have evolved to try to 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 talk about very complex structures of identity. But then it seems like (laughs) we've kind of like yeah, there's are so trying many so nuances. hard to address things. I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. Like, everyone, it, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What were we talking about? I don't know. Like, right before the tweet. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Christmas. Oh, oh, I don't remember. I did this. I wiped No, it's okay. Brain. Oh, we're just talking about time capsules. Oh, just yeah, like yeah, it's like yeah. A, yeah. Oh, but also, I just like. Gen Z is cringy. Like, yeah. that's like, oh, and we true. should okay. be. Hopping we need on to, that, hopping on yeah, that. Yeah, we need to yeah. face our own cringe. Yeah. yeah. And, like, let's be happy about the cringy, yes. cringy things about us. Because, like, those are little idiosyncrasies, you yeah. know? And, like, how else are we going to be remembered unless someone doesn't bring up a cheeky little joke? Like, yeah. What are millennials if not pumpkin spice latte lovers? No. What are Gen Zers if not Whatever. asexual sluts? Like, <laughs> asexual sluts. <laughs> and. We'll see if this song's a classic or not. Yeah. Um, I I hope it'll stick around. Do you ever think about, like, movies you would show your kids? Yeah. If you have kids. I yeah. I mean, or just, like, if I was, like, cool aunt, and I was yeah. like, you're coming over, and I'm putting yeah. on a movie that is not appropriate for you, mm-hmm. which could mm-hmm. happen. Which could happen. Yeah. I remember my mom, one of the movies she wanted to show me was 16 Candles. Yeah. And, like, man, that <laughs> does not hold up very well. No. But, like, there are a lot of parts of it that are, like, good and, yeah. like, cute and there's like the classic really, films yeah just yeah. racist stereotype and it happens and i wonder yeah. like what what movies i will show my kids yeah it's like 
I don't know. Well, we'll see. Well, we'll get like, like lost in translation a bit. Yeah, like, how is that? Yeah, what will they just totally not resonate with? Yeah. Maybe it or will be. love. Yeah, or love. Because there's a lot of things <laughs> I love from my like parents' generations and my like older sisters. Like, I feel like Broad City is a very millennial <laughs> sister thing, but I love Broad City. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, and their humor is very millennial. So when I'm watching, I'm like, oh. So I'm like, <laughs> movies that I I would want my kids to watch at some yeah. point. Like Booksmart is so fun Booksmart's and like cute. Bottoms is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know I'm selling them all the gay shit. <laughs> but be conservative's worst nightmare. <laughs> um yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'll show them like some of the eighties movies my dad showed me. Like uh, actually, I will show them Labyrinth, but maybe not Gremlins. Maybe not Gremlins. Maybe not Gremlins. It's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. Okay, I think we but... can put that one away. Okay, word. I never watched it. <laughs> I thought they look like those like little. They're cute. The furry guys. Yeah. Furry... Except for when they're not cute. When, when they, they have another form. When they eat at night or something, right? Oh, I I think so. Maybe. Yeah. I always thought that like it had to be something weird that they ate, but I don't think that's true. I think it's when they eat at night. Cause like I'm a gremlin when I have like a wee brownie, literally at night. At night, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just causing havoc. Everyone all around town is like, oh my god, the gremlins out! Uh-huh. They run for me. <laughs> That's gonna be us this Halloween. Yay! Oh my god, so exciting! Oh my god, who should we be? Comment who should we? Oh, comment down. That's what I've been trying to figure out. Like, who do I want to be for Halloween? White people have it so easy because there's like so many characters that they can True. Like, easily like depict. Yes. Believably, I True. guess. And, like, I don't know. Some of the stuff I can have all the clothes and people still be like, "What are you exactly? <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> what are you really?" Just kidding. Just kidding. But like, yeah. I don't know. Do we? <laughs> we talk a little bit more about um, just like. How, do we vibe with the youth culture depicted in that movie? Like, do we see ourselves in it? Like, if it is kind of tapping into the pulse of, like, our lives or the zeitgeist. Like, the zeitgeist. <laughs> do we think it does it well? Yeah. You don't have to, like, see yourself in, like, every person That's in true. that movie. In fact, I don't think you'd want to. Yeah, It's, like, know. a slight reflection. Yeah. Yeah. Like, definitely with the whole, like, vocabulary and vernacular yeah. of our generation... The humor. Like, yeah, it's yeah. very witty, but it's also just like, oh my god, we are using all these buzzwords yeah. and like psychology terms, but it's like, <laughs> what speak. are they for if they're not just laying around? Yeah, literally. Being ready to twist for our every desire. It's like, like we're just <laughs> learning how to use things that have not been in our vernacular. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we get we're a new creating word. meaning, guys. Like, <laughs> people are saying shit like let's go Brandon (laughs) (laughs) but we must respect like the way it has spread like Like, we must appreciate the transfer of culture (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> all your sociology terms. Fuck you. Fuck, that's Sorry, so it's all I do. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, all the therapies speak that like occurs in the movie. I have like a few examples I found. Like, <laughs> there's this whole rant that Pete Davidson goes on against his girlfriend, which kind of sucks. He's yeah. being a real dick. Yeah. But she's like, "You're always gaslighting me," and he says, "Gaslight." Shut up. It's a fucking dumb word. Gaslight is like one of the most overused words ever to like the point of annihilation. <laughs> the point of annihilation is such a crazy like man thing to say. Yeah, and then like he's, he says, like, what's next? You're gonna call me a narcissist or a foot soldier of like the white supremacy? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, but then he also says like, oh, like, it doesn't mean anything other than the fact that you have the internet or, like, congrats, you have a Twitter account. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. Twitter is, like, great. Like, that's where a lot of it gets cycled. A yeah. lot of the language, I feel like, it's pulled from. Cause it's like prim- I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of throwing that out there. No, it's But it's, like, true. a primarily, like, it's not visual. Like, most of the other apps that we're on are, like, TikTok and... Instagram. Yeah, it's like, and all... sometimes you need the words that like encompass a lot when you're on Twitter. Yes. You've got very few like characters. Exactly. So sometimes you do have to call someone a narcissist. Yes. <laughs> okay. And a social white supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's interesting because like our like Gen Z culture or like how I see a lot of it is both like acknowledging that we've like misuse these terms and yet still using these terms like there's a full realization that yeah like we keep spinning things out of control a little bit but also at the same time you can't just like stop like yeah we have the words you can't put them back in the box yeah literally like we're just just media literacy (laughs) that's what we're developing at this point we're learning and growing because you know what guys i don't want abusive men to know the word like gaslight but you know what we're 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 learning we're figuring out where what it means in the right context and you know what it makes a fun little joke in a movie about gen x gen z gen x (laughs) maybe they were like this once yeah. <laughs> but um i feel like we're getting to the end of our episode i'm not gonna lie yeah me um, three. um i had a lot of fun doing this though Kristen, how are you feeling i'm feeling so good good do you have a silly question to end like silly question hmm, hmm. <laughs> i'm thinking um, who hmm. what like type of toxic influencer would you want to be oh my gosh i guess it's a little yes no i can do yeah, that I yeah yeah jeffree star maybe because i just think like his his like art is so strange and like opening the internet to see that he just has a yak farm and is just wearing the same outfits that he did but with like more fur now it's so funny and oh, like he sells their me. meat too it's not even just yes. like a yak fur farm or milk farm it's fucking like, I didn't realize that was real. I yeah. didn't like that was a real. I thought people were just saying shit. Yeah. I want to have, like, <laughs> I don't want to kill yaks, but, like. I mean, just he's just, like, uh, he has so much freedom. Yeah, I love his unpredictable nature. Yeah. Like, a part of me wants to be Trisha Paytas, <laughs> minus, like, being, like, truly insensitive in a lot of ways. But I think just documenting 
her entire like mental health issues <laughs> and like breakdown and her fucking like video content. I'm just like, yeah, that I that's I just wanna be dumb as fuck on and then become like a Christian out of nowhere and start making Christian music, but then like like post hole. You know? <laughs> so, like, yeah, and she's messy. Yeah. I wanna be a little messy. Yeah. Yeah. That's our toxic influencers. Yeah. And we're also non-toxic influencers, though. We're podcasters. So. We are podcasters. So, so how, you know how yeah. a non-ethical can you get behind a mic? <laughs> like, right here. We're, we're always going to be ethical, guys. Come on, now. We're your ethical podcasters. <laughs> you can return to us for ethical podcasts. Thank you guys for listening so much. Yay. We hope you enjoyed this video. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> have a great day. Bye. Bye. So what are you here for? <laughs>